From Chris Howell Communications, this is Principles for Success, the Chris Howell Podcast. Success is something we all want to attain in the various areas of our lives, but it can be challenging. So in this podcast, Chris aims to have conversations with those who have achieved a level of success and hopes that principles they share will help you to remove the roadblocks and move you to victory, whether it's relationships, business, or any other area of life. Are you ready for success? Here we go. Thank you, Joy. Hello, and welcome to episode number 27 of our Principles for Success podcast. I'm Chris Howell, and I hope you've had a great week. Thank you for taking time out to listen. And if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, then you know we took a hiatus there for a while. Had to take some time off to regroup and think about how we're going to bring you this show in a bigger and better way. I think we figured it out, so hang in here with us. In this week's episode, I'm talking with Marcus M. Positive Parker. Marcus is a successful author, motivational rap artist, and youth speaker that has an amazing story of bouncing back from bankruptcy, foreclosure, and a federal indictment. After all of that, this guy is still likely one of the most positive people you will ever meet. Let's get to it. Marcus M. Positive Parker, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. I'm happy to be here. Man, I'm glad to have you here. I mean, as we get into this, I've kind of told the folks a little bit about some of the things that you've done, but I always like to start out by you allowing you to tell us exactly who you are aside from the things that you've done. Well, I'm Marcus Parker, just a, a kid from Port Arthur, Texas, uh, with, uh, you know, big dreams and aspirations to do cool things. That's about it. And you've done a lot of cool things. And, you know, you bring humble here and being modest, but uh, you have done a lot of cool things and you have really impacted the lives of young people in a uh, very positive way. Talk about what sets you on this path to be this source of motivation for folks, if you will. Well, you know, so much of it, I, I feel, is, you know, tied in with your purpose. And I started my spiritual journey, you know, maybe, um, you know, 15 years ago or so. And, you know, I realized that I had come into a lot of money. I was at the right place at the right time during the stock market. And when everything rose, I had become a, like a, you know, like a young millionaire. And before 9-11, before, you know, the stock market crashed and I lost my money, I realized that I had achieved everything that anybody ever told me was worth achieving in life. So if you have a big house or you've, you know, I built my third three houses by the time I was 25. Man. And, uh, you know, and, you know, you buy all the fancy cars and you do all this. So what's left with life? What, what else is there to do? And I found out that, you know, after I lost my money, and you know what I mean? And after I went through um, so many so much heartache after seeing like after the, the losing the money and I found myself not knowing my identity. Yeah. And so now my identity had become about Marcus, money Marcus, you know, the person that could, you know, loan people money. And I, I was all in my ego. Yeah. And so when I was losing it, I didn't know how I didn't have an identity. And I realized that. And it, it taught me like, wow, if I've done all of this stuff and everybody think I'm so great and I'm so cool and whatever, because I got all this money or whatever. And I don't even have an identity of myself. Man. So. I mean, I, I've been down in the closet, you know, I mean, you know, in a nice house, in a big old closet sitting there, you know, and I was this close to taking my life at one point. Mm -hmm. And just because, again, I did not know how to move on without having money. I didn't know how to be 
something else. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So like you said a moment ago, you lost yourself. Yes. You, and, and, and all these things that appear to uh, the material things of success, you lost yourself in those things and had to come back and find yourself. Absolutely. And I guess really what you're trying to do now, and well, not what you're trying to do, I really am getting away from using that word trying. What you are doing now is you're helping young people to not get to that point before Absolutely. they get to that point. Absolutely. And let's talk about that because you released your, and let me, your, three books that you've published, over 50 some odd positive songs uh, mm-hmm. that are on Amazon. Uh, folks can go to Amazon to get those. ITunes. You've got live training videos mm-hmm. that are available on Amazon as well. Yes. Oh, and YouTube videos with over 90,000 views. Mm-hmm. All these type of things really to just get a positive message out there to really help folks to say, hey, you don't have to get to the bottom like I was. Right. Before you get to that point, let me help you to understand exactly. that your identity is not in the things that you possess, yeah. but it is in who you were designed to be by the creator. Exactly. So you've done this around schools around the country. Let's talk about the impact that you have when you go into schools and talk to these young people. Well, I mean, it's always interesting to me because. Usually the students don't want to be embarrassed in front of their peers. So whenever I go to a school, it's almost like, you know, everybody's like, you know, when they're together, they're all together. But it's like, you know, sometimes they, you know, look like they're not listening or whatever. But it's funny because whenever I would stop the performance or stop talking, there would always be one or two students looking around. And, hey, Mr. Parker, can I talk to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I have these problems. Or, hey, I was going through this. Or, hey, you know, my mother is on crack or whatever. You know, and I've got a lot of that. And so, you know, over the last few years, I've actually tried to kind of, you know, transform my own way of doing things. Yeah. yeah I went back to school mm-hmm. myself so that I could learn more and I could, you know, kind of follow that path of, you know, great men in front of me who, you know, wanted to educate themselves and I always want to stay humble and never feel like I know everything or that, you know, um I've arrived because I haven't. I want to keep on learning, you know, if I if I can uh you know, impact more people by opening up that door to learn better ways to communicate myself, uh, better ways to articulate what it is I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about your, I mean, you talked a little bit about it. I mean, and and the title of this one is uh, bouncing back from tragedy. Let's give folks an idea of what that tragic uh, situation was for you. Okay. Well, I went through, um, you know, part of my ventures when I had a lot of money was I got into the stock market. I didn't know anything about the stock market and I got into it. And then I got into real estate. So I started investing my money in real estate and cars and I mean, everything you could name name. But as far as the real estate part, I ended up doing business with, um, you know, some folks and whatever. And uh, well, one particular uh, person and, you know, Four years after the deals, you know, that we had, you know, done together, I ended up getting indicted. So I went through a a, a federal indictment where I basically, um, you know, had to go through the whole nine yards, ended up, you know, having to basically, um, I mean, you know, go through probation and restitution and all of that. Again, humbling yeah. me and, you know, even though it was hurtful and sad and some of the most messed up stuff I ever went through. When I was like in those training classes and when I was sitting there with other people who had like fed charges and stuff and I started talking to them and watching how much they responded to me and it was like, wow, okay, so I understand why I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even in a dark situation, (laughs) you could be a light. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know, to hear people like, man, 
it was like we would go to these little, you know, classes and stuff. And, you know, it was getting to a point where cats didn't want to graduate because then they wouldn't have to come, you know, they, <laughs> they like, wanted they, to come back. Right? This is one time they want to stay, be left behind so they can yeah. be a part of your, your, your training. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, when we would start talking about stuff and I started realizing that people are walking around here hurt, man. And again, that's why I try to make the distinction with the pastors and what I do, because when I started, everybody wanted me to go through the natural progression that they've ever seen any young black man, particularly a positive one who says he wants to do something positive for this earth. Then you have to be a member of the cloth. You have to go this route. And that wasn't my calling. Right. And so for me, it was like, I let the great men who do what they do, do what they do. Right. And let people understand that inspiration is here. Just like I'm not a teacher, education is here. I am a motivator, man. I've never met somebody. I mean, I've met people all over the world, man. And it's like every time I shake somebody's hand, they're like, dude, you you got me wanting to do something. You know what I'm saying? And it's like <laughs> that that's positive energy. natural. Right. I don't do anything to spark that. I'm just being myself. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's it. You know what I mean? You know, Les Brown talks about that. He talks about the fact that your energy is your signature. And we don't really think about that. But every time you encounter someone, they're getting a vibe. They're getting a sense of energy from you, whether it's high or low. Yes. That becomes a signature for you. Right. And that has indeed become your signature because every time I've seen you, you've got that bright smile. (laughs) You've got that high energy and you're willing to share it with others. Yeah. And it it is contagious. Yeah. Because if you 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 encounter somebody and they're kind of down in the dumps and not feeling too well, either you go down in the dumps with them or you kind of back up real quick and say, okay, well, I got to (laughs) go. Right. (laughs) Because it becomes contagious. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you know, what Les told me that when I met him probably, I don't know, eight, seven, eight years ago. And a funny story, actually, we had a push-up contest in the middle of the uh, North Dallas up there off of Legacy. I met Les Brown, and he was like, at the time, now I'm 42 now. Thank God. I just made 42 years old. Yeah, September 3rd. Happy belated birthday. Yes, sir. (laughs) And uh, so I'm 42 years old. When I met Les, I was 31. Uh Uh-huh. And he was like, I'm 62 years old and you 31. I'm twice your age. Exactly. Uh-huh. I bet I could do more push-ups than you. And now this, I'm sitting there like, this is the great Les Brown. <laughs> and he's probably wearing a suit at the time. <laughs> no. Well, he had, he had finished. He spoke earlier that day, but he was in his jog, you know, his workout clothes. And so right there in the middle of the, of, the, of the foyer of the hotel, he gets down on the ground and starts doing push-ups. So Les Brown is sitting there challenging me, right? And uh-huh. it's, he does 50 push-ups. Okay. Gets up, and I'm like, ooh. And now I'm kind of feeling funny because I'm like, okay, well, this is Les Brown. I'm honored that he even thinks I'm important enough <laughs> to do this <laughs> To but, do this with him. And right? I don't really want to show him up because he doesn't know I'm an Air Force guy. Exactly, right? <laughs> I've been in the service, Les. I, I mean, you know what I mean? I work out or whatever. So anyway... How the story ended, I, I got down and I did 51. Yeah. And I stopped. You right? don't want to beat him too bad. Right, exactly. <laughs> this is an honor, man. I just wanted, I didn't want you walking away saying, man, I whipped this young cat <laughs> like that. But I just wanted you to know that I, I'm there and you still did a good job. We both did a good job. So we complimented each other's energy. Yes, man. So that's cool. See, you were able to impart that energy upon him and he felt that. He thought, man, I've got to challenge this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see if the energy is real or something. I right. Don't know. You never right. know what Liz is thinking. Yeah, but you know, let's talk about it, man. I mean, you we talked a little bit about the uh, product offerings that you have uh, with the things that you have on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I want to get into why you have these things. The life training videos. What prompted you to say, you know what? I have learned a great deal. I now want to share this with others, and then place these ten different videos on Amazon. Okay, good stuff. You know, when I originally wrote the product, which was my 
initial book and it was just like my life story. At the end of the book, I had about five chapters of all self-help. So it was like self-worth, uh, you know, battling negativity. It was learn to be yourself. You know, those chapters were in the book. Yes. So it was like little nuggets. And so when I started getting really into the, you know, into the community, into the schools and realizing that, man, a lot of, you know, people always say black people don't read or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's a, you know, a bad yeah. stigma that we have or whatever. But I found that it was hard in some of the schools and stuff. Some people couldn't read very well. Mm -hmm. And so to, for me to get the message, by the time he made it through this paragraph, he didn't know the message that I was trying to get across because he, maybe he could comprehend it reading wise. Yes. So I decided to break them into videos, just like I did with the motivational rap. Motivational rap was just like chapters of books put into songs basically like so that you could you know get the song get the message and you could jam out not even feeling like you were doing work see mm -hmm. when i put it in a book people felt like oh well i'm working you know i got out of school because i didn't want to read no more <laughs> you know what I'm saying? and now this guy's working me out <laughs> and now he's working me some more you know so the life training videos were just like merging together the message that i had in the book into a video where it would be easier to convey mm -hmm. and so there's always music and there's also on the videos i'm a character you know how tyler perry is medea yes well i'm negativity so i actually have a character that i dress up as just like i got motivation here there's a negativity man right okay so i got the shades on and i'm and everything negative is the most negative person around right so uh -huh. everything you do negative i'm here Nancy. to tell you something negative about it to kill your dream yes and so you know I realize that, you know, even our, our young people sometimes that are athletes or whatever, it doesn't take but one person to tell them something negative and then it can end that whole career. Yeah. Like you heard about the shootings and the stabbings and the fights and the different stuff like that. But that's a true skill to learn how to battle negativity. What do you do when negativity comes at you? Now, nothing in our current academic system teaches us how to deal with that yes you know what i mean and th so that's why people you know take it from a spiritual level like well just turn the other cheek or whatever you know what i right. mean and whatever but actively a lot of times people have dreams and they'll tell somebody and the first thing they'll say is all the reasons why that won't work mm -hmm. and that's the that's you know just instinctively people are going to do that so you have to be prepared to you know absorb it or you know what i mean or sometimes keep your dreams to yourself yeah because somebody is going to try to knock you off a rail, you know? You really touched on something. I really want to unpack that a little bit more. Because to the point you just made, you know, you can have 10 people, 10 people to say something positive and one person say something negative. And we tend to focus more on the negative thing that was right. said. How do you, I mean, what, how do you help people to walk through that process to where they're not affected so much by what that one person said? Well, it's about understanding that you should almost expect it. You know what I mean? So it's all about like emotion is the difference between expectation and reality. Mm -hmm. Right. So whatever you expect, that's going to dictate your emotion. So if you expect that you had one hundred dollars in your pocket and you reach in there and it's gone, your emotions are going to be down here. Right. Because mm -hmm. you had an expectation that this money was in my pocket. Correct. But if you walk down the street and you see find one hundred dollars on the ground. You're happy, right? Because you didn't you have didn't expectations expect it. that it would happen. I like happen. that. <laughs> so, Great analogy. So that's that's kind of how it works. So when it comes down to uh, kids dealing with somebody who says something negative, it's just like understanding this is not your lane. 
Yeah. Right. So I'm not knocking your dream. Why you knocking mine? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, by setting those steps up, learning, teaching folks how to manage their time, how to set the goals, how to move forward on the goals and all of that. That's what that's what this thing is all about. Man, you know I, I like mean? that. And I'll add something to that. I guess I like the fact that it really stems from you knowing who you are, you knowing your worth and knowing your value. Right. You knowing that this is a dream or an idea that has been given to you, yes. not someone else. Right. So if you believe in it first, you know the uh, value and worth of it. Then it, if someone else likes it or appreciates it, appreciates it that's just extra right but it begins with you understanding and knowing what you have to offer first right exactly and especially uh that's one that i really like uh the bishop on because he he, you know he he talks about that a lot like you know what i mean like the the analogy of the the turtle and the the giraffe like you have different perspectives right right so they're telling you a good accurate report based on their perspective right but not necessarily your perspective for where you are in life so absolutely true Mm-hmm. Marcus, we've talked about a great deal. We've talked about, uh, you know, we, we talked about the fact that how you can overcome those negative uh, thoughts and comments that may come towards you from others. We've talked about the fact that you've been able to bounce back from tragedy. Uh, but I guess I want to know for someone whose life's goal and mission is to motivate others, what keeps you motivated? <laughs> that's that's interesting. You know, I I'm a big family man, and I mean, my family motivates me. You know, mm-hmm. I have a uh, Three, three beautiful children, and like my oldest daughter, uh, believe it or not, my oldest daughter and I are both uh, juniors in college. Man, that's pretty cool, though. <laughs> Helping each other with your homework? No, I'm right. teasing. I'm teasing. I wish. You know what I mean? She's smart. Uh, but, you know, and, and you know, raising my, uh, you know, raising my sons and just, you know, I've learned, like I was telling you about the expectations, like now. I really enjoy life. Like, whereas I used to be looking for the joy. I was looking for the happiness. I was looking for the peace. I was looking for, you know, all those things that came along with it that they told you were there. So I'd found all the money and that didn't do it. Right. And then once I found who I was and I started living in my truth, every day became like Christmas. Every day became like, you know, New Year's Day. Like, so I'm happy and motivated all the time. Like I tell my wife, she's like, you're the most simplest dude because it yeah. don't take nothing. I mean, you know what I mean? It, I don't look for happy out of things or this or that. You know what I mean? I, I'm just naturally happy. And so with that, I just want to share it and let people know that it is available. Man. Right? And it's free. It's here for everybody. You yeah. could be this motivated without this particular potion or without this particular thing, you know? You could stay that way, but I mean, that's where I am. You know, I guess, you know, people, I guess, don't believe it because we've been conditioned to believe that you have to find your sense of identity, your sense of happiness, your sense of joy and and content and all those things based on the things that are around you or involved. But you you seem to just block out anything that's going on around you and focus solely on what you believe and what's going on on the inside. Absolutely. And it's not easy and it didn't come overnight. You know, and I can tell you a story that you would you would appreciate this. There was a long I mean, this was probably like 99 or something. And I was at the Potter's house at the time. And I remember I was listening to Bishop and I remember saying to myself, I was like, man, you know, I would pay him like five thousand dollars if he could just sit down with me for an hour and teach me how to think like that, right? Yeah. You know how he'll put out certain yep. things and our minds instantly are programmed to, you know, attack, 
You know what I mean? Our first instinct is usually not the love, you know, <laughs> response. Man. Yes, yes. And so we get we get caught up in so many things, you know what I'm saying? And and I'm talking about relationships, friendships, uh, you know, business things and and I, I just wanted that because I, I was so impressed with how he was able to process information and find the good or find the you know the the motivation or the or the positivity or the inspiration in this particular thing. And so now you know my favorite show on television is uh Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. Yeah. And she has, you know, guests like Deepak uh Chopa Choka, um, you know, like Devon Franklin, um T D Jakes. Uh, but she talks to people who are working on building themselves spiritually. Ayala Van Zant, yes, you know, and and all of that. So you know, I, that's where I am, man. It's a it's a it's a fun life to not to wake up just as motivated as you go to bed, and I'm just like you know, living and loving every minute of it. Man, that's good stuff. Well, I certainly wanted to have you on, man, because, again, I've seen you over the years and your consistency and being positive all throughout these years that I've known you. So I wanted to have you on to share this uh, motivation and this positivity uh, with our listeners. But before I let you go, the thing that I would ask you is, what do you think are the top three things that have allowed you to maintain this consistency in the area in which you serve? Well, it's uh it's real easy it's it's not fake it's not made up right mm -hmm. like i'm really <laughs> like this right you know what i mean like i don't look for a complaint i don't look for a problem i always look for a solution Man, right good so that's i mean i don't even know another way to say it right it's and just, that's it that sums it up and look you don't there's not a top 3 there's this one thing and that one thing takes care of everything yeah exactly you could break it down in a bunch of different parts but i think that you know for the most part i mean that's it i just you know, like to, you know, live off of the, the natural aura, you know what I mean? It's just, I watch, I'm so amazed. And after I've been humbled, like after I wrote the book, man, and I started seeing how much it affected people and realizing that there was a time in my life when I was not going to do it mm -hmm. based on circumstances like, well, the money or well, this or that, you know, little things that didn't even really matter yes. that could have been gone. You know, I would have figured out the next day anyway, but to think, and that's how good, like, you know, God is. And I'm not a preacher. I like to put that out there. But that's really how good, you know, God is to where he is so smart. And when you're humbled at the glory of understanding, like, wow, it's just, like, amazing. It's like every day I'm walking into a museum and I'm like, wow, yeah. you know, just in little things, like meeting somebody. and it's, Man, you know what? You have really done something. I really – or people have walked up to me and given me things, like, just to – Man, I want you to have this. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, thank you. No, I, I want. I mean this. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, where did that come from? But it's it's real. You yes. know what I mean? For real. So, man, stay well, positive. Oh, you just said it. You just you just said it. You almost just took me there. You you. It's like we're in sync here because that little line that you just did. Stay positive. You threw that out there in a way to where you were giving it to the audience, and I was about to ask you to give the audience something else. You're an author. You're a speaker. You're a motivational rapper. Mm -hmm. In closing, and I know I'm putting you on the spot here because okay. it's totally unplanned, but I know that you can handle this. If you could give us a positive rap on our way out, I'd greatly okay. appreciate it. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, this is called an antidote. It was actually kind of like a life story, and it kind of sums up my life. And it goes, 
See, I don't want to be famous. I just got something to say and it's burning so deep inside of me. I got to explain it. The antidote is the name of this. I went through so much pain. If I could sing it, I would, but I'm a poet, so hang. When I was younger, used to wonder why it had to be me. The stress I'm under made you wonder how I'm supposed to achieve. My role models sell rocks. The others on crack. The others locked up in jail. The others murdered. What the hell am I supposed to do? They told me keep my eyes on the prize, but I don't see nothing but dope, negativity, lies. But my partner around the corner had a little better luck. He had to join the military, but it got him a truck. So now I'm rolling in the service. Uncle Sam got me boots. I'm thinking, man, I need a plan to get my hands on some loot at the education building just to see what they were doing. Told a lady in the front that it was money I'm pursuing. Told me get a degree. I graduated with my paper. Told me get me a house. Now I'm talking to my neighbor and he lacing me up with more ways to make a living thinking life was about what I could get. Never what I was given. So many lessons learned the hard way. Never could I ever think that I would have a message to make the whole world a better place to be. The Lord was trying to get it out, but I tried to get it, do it my way. Pushing off my purpose for pride. I couldn't listen to my mission because I was convinced that if it didn't make dollars, it didn't make sense. That's when I saw my whole life flash before my eyes and I could see a younger me staring up to the sky saying, Lord, I ain't going to fake it. If you could just let me make it off these streets alive, I promise not to forsake it. And he sure remembered and I can only respect. He worked his end of the bargain. Now he was back to collect. So I dedicate my life to show my folks follow their vision and the kids to stay driven with the talent they were given and let them know it's what's inside you that make you so use your pain as fuel for you to grow so nothing can break you with negativity in front of you on the on both sides and behind the folks that tell you you can't make it they just mad because you're trying and that goes for white or black young or old deaf or blind your boy ain't never preaching to you but the message is divine now everybody want to know what motivation about it's the antidote stay driven marcus parker i'm out marcus m positive parker Thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation with Marcus M. Positive Parker. Learn more about him in the show notes that are available on my website, chrishowellonline.com. While at the website, be sure to follow me on all of our social media platforms and also leave a note regarding the podcast in iTunes. That would really be a big help to us. Thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend. To learn more about principles for success and Chris Howell Communications, visit chrishowellonline.com. Once there, access our media archive and find out about the other ways that Chris Howell Communications can inspire, impact, and inform.